All right, come on, turn around, give somebody a high five right now. Hey, that brother you high five, you look him in the face and say, you picked a good night to go to church. Hallelujah. We're in the right place. Go ahead and sit down. Hallelujah. Well, it's good to be here with you guys tonight. How many love men of action? It's been too long. Amen. Just look at all your mugs. I, I love it. We could do it every month again. Hallelujah. Sometimes you just need to see some ugly mugs to be happy. Come on. Oh, I offended that one dude. He's thinking about Lucy from that song. You make me... Oh, no crying, bro. You guys are going to be laying in your bunk tonight. Oh, don't worry, bro. She'll be there when you get through, man. And if she's not, better you, bro. It's better for you if she ain't there. She's been around the whole neighborhood. You don't want her after you get out of the home all clean and all blessed. And all. you want to go back and pick up. Oh, man. All right, hallelujah. Matthew 21, 28 says, but what do you think about a man? What do you think about this? A man had two sons. He told the other older boy, son, go into the work, go and work in the vineyard today. The son answered, no, I won't go. But later he changed his mind and he went anyway. Verse 30 says, the father told the other son, you go. And he said, yes, sir, I will. But he didn't go. Which of the two obeyed the father? That's the question there. Father, thank you tonight for your word. Bless the man of God tonight, Father, and help us, Lord, to take on the heart, Father, to do it now in Jesus' name. Amen. That's what it's about. Do it now. You see, we live in a strange, strange time these days. We live in a time that you have to make appointments with your disciples because they don't change their schedule for nothing. You can't ask them to do nothing that's not scheduled in or on their appointment book a month ago because they're too busy. Well, I say if you're too busy to do something that your pastor needs you to do, then you're just straight out too busy. Come on, you got to do it now. Look, there's two sons that this man had. There's two sons. One, he said, go, go out to the field. No, I'm not going to go. Now, we should never say that. Should never say that. Can I get an Amen. Oh, no, I'm not going. Strike one. I'm into baseball. Strike three and you're out. Amen. Strike one. The other one was even worse. And that's who I want to talk to right now. Because there's a lot of that creeping around the church. Yeah, I'll go, Pastor. I'll be right there, Pastor. I'll do it. I'll do it all for you. I'll go. Just call me. Pastor, don't you know I have a dream and a vision? Don't you know you got to... You're not fulfilling my vision. You're not sending me. I've, I've been ready. I, I, well... When you get the call, that's when you just got to go. You get a call, you got to go. It doesn't matter what's on your schedule. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter if you think you can't handle it. It doesn't matter. You just decide that if you get the call, you're going to go. That's where the real men stand up. That's where the real men come into action. It's not easy to get the call. And it's not easy to change your schedule sometimes. But in order to fulfill the call, if you believe that the man of God that you're serving is the man that God put you through, put you under, put you there to serve, put you there to die for, put you there to live for. Now, of course, we know Jesus. Amen. I'm not talking about our relationship with him. I'm talking about what goes on on this earth right now. 
Because we're making sons. We're not making disciples only and we're not making bastards. We're making sons. The Bible says you can find teachers anywhere. All you guys have all, you got nine uh, online uh, Bible school courses that you're going through. You can find teachers all around the country and the world. But you can't find fathers. You can't find men that want to be your father that'll put up with all your, hello, that's all I have to say. And still love you through it. And then the second you get an opportunity or you, you feel like you got at some position and you arrive somewhere that you, you don't got time to do what you get asked to do anymore. You can't ever schedule nothing no more because your church is too big or, or you've got a little too big for your stinking head. Because that's what happens. You forget who your daddy is. You forget who your father is. You forget. It's not easy. It's not hard to do. It's easy to do. Right in the middle of blessing is when you forget. See, we all got a call, man. We got a call. And sometimes that call is going to come at the worst time that you can ever get a call. See, I got a call a couple months back. That call is, Pastor John, are you going to go to the Philippines? I'm telling you right now, you do not have to go. That's the call that I got. Last two times I went, it wasn't like that. It was, you're going and... How you like that? And I said, well, okay, I'm going then anyways. But on this round, because many of you know my daughter, she's been sick for the last almost four months now. We almost lost her four times. She's still, I mean, at the time that we were ready to leave, my daughter still wasn't able to walk, wasn't able to eat, is living on everything that, that the ICU had to give her. And my pastor said, John, I want you to go, but you don't have to on this one. But you know what? I knew that my pastor couldn't go. So I said, I'll go anyways, pastor. I'll go anyways. Because you do it now. You do it now when you get the call. You don't, you don't put it off. You don't try to pass it on to somebody else. Many of you, your pastor already told you to get your passport. Be ready to go so that you can answer the call, buy your ticket, and get on the jet and fly. And many of you haven't done that yet either. Come on. You know that that call's bigger than the United States. It's bigger than this, this city. It's bigger than this state. It's bigger than this country. But the, the vision is global, and we're the ones that have to be ready to go global. You can't go global by staying here. The only way you go out of this country is if you buy yourself a little passport. Now, some of you, we understand you might not be able to get one. And for those of you, you're the ones that work real hard and you, you invest in somebody else that's going. You invest in somebody else that's going. Answering the call. Pastor Gino, come on. Gino, go Chino. Hallelujah. I called up the wrong one. But it's all good. There's only four of us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, like Pastor John, uh, you know, I got the call too. Amen, and, and uh, I responded to the call, amen, and it was a time where, you know what, I, 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 was, I quit my job, and I said, oh man, but I said, you know what, let's do this, do it now, amen, because there's people to reach there, amen, and when we got to the conference there, uh, you could tell on the people's faces that they were uh, uh, discouraged, the pastors were, you know, they wanted to give up, they didn't want to fight no more. But, man, we did a reset conference over there. We stirred it up. Hallelujah. 
And by the end of that conference, they were fired up, amen. Uh, they got their second wing, and, 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 and they were blessed, amen, that, that, you know, these men, they had all the re- good reasons not to go. But they sacrificed, amen. They went, amen. And that country was touched, amen. Uh, in the beginning of the conference, there was just 12 churches, but pastors begin to come. They begin to hear, amen, the preaching, amen. They begin to see what was going on. And by the end of the conference, uh, there end up being 24 living word churches in the Philippines, amen, because of what God was doing, amen. And, and uh, where I was just, I counted a privilege and an honor. How can I not go? How can you not go? Do it now, amen. Pastor Chris. Amen. Well, I got the call too. Praise the Lord. And, uh, you know, I mean, you got Pastor John, Pastor Lawrence, Pastor Gino, and then me. I'm like, okay, I guess they need someone to, you know, sock somebody up if necessary. Amen. I'm just going to roll right along. Hallelujah. You know, and uh, (laughs) I was telling this guy. I'm going to the Philippines. And he said, oh, man, they're kidnapping people over there. You're going to go to the Philippines? I said, man, it'll take like 45 Filipinos to kidnap me, man. Come on, now. Who are you kidding? I said, and the other guys are almost the same size as me, man. You're going to need an army, baby. Come on, somebody. And uh, almost. I said almost. Don't, don't, don't worry. I know I'm bigger. Come on. And that, you know, here's the deal. I was scared to fly. You know, and I'm a, can I be honest? Amen. Fat people don't fly. Hello. <laughs> so, you know, my passport and all that, you know, and, uh, hey, don't be filming that. Come on, man. Keep the bishop. always got to put something on Facebook. Come on. Leave it alone, brother. Hey, uh, <laughs> just kidding. I love you. <laughs> And uh, so here we go. You know, I, I got in the plane, you know, in the airport. I'm thinking in my mind, you can still call this quits, man. <laughs> you know, I'm having this trip in my head. And I'm like, I'm not going to wimp out in front of my brothers here. Come on now. So I got my bag and my little, you know, sleep pillow. I'm just like, here we go. <laughs> you know, and uh, in my head, I'm like, you can still get out of this. And uh, so I got in the plane, and I just thought of the words of Pastor Ruben. He said, once that door locks, it's over. And I'm like, oh, man. So now I'm thinking that in my head. I'm like, oh, Lord, Jesus, help me. You know, and there it went. Boom, door locked. I said, seatbelt extension, please. Locked it in, put my headset on, baby. I heard a worship song, and the plane took off. And I said, oh, man. So we landed safely, and I said, oh, good, we're safe, man. We made it. And then I jumped in the shuttle bus. I said, oh, Lord, they drove like psychos out there, man. But we had, man, it was awesome, man. It was, I I thank God. I just say, you know what, from here on out, we landed safely. I conquered my fear of flying. Amen. You ain't going to do it until you get on a plane. Buckle in and fly somewhere. Come on. You ain't going to face it 
unless you get on a plane and fly somewhere. And I could have made up every excuse. But I said, no, I'm going to do it now. Thank you, Jesus. So we get there, and I meet this pastor. His name's Pastor Henry. And this guy blew me away. And I told him, if me coming to the Philippines, if all it was was to meet you, it was worth it. It was all worth it. And this guy told me a story. He, he, he uh, preaches in the jungles. He's a pastor, and he has seven churches, seven living word churches under him. And he goes into remote areas and hikes two days. Some people eat bugs, dog, whatever they can to survive. He's even gone into areas where they're cannibals and led cannibals to Jesus. This guy's life has been threatened over and over. He was kidnapped by a Muslim. This Muslim took him out in the middle of nowhere, and it was just him and this Muslim man. And he kept telling him, I'm going to kill you. He led that man to Jesus. That man, that Muslim that kidnapped him is now one of his pastors. Oh, come on, you ain't hearing me. He... He told me this story that uh, there was this, you know, he goes into these villages. There was this king. Well, he didn't call him a king. Oh, that's the only way I can really describe it. He was a leader of this village. And his son died, his baby. And his baby was dead five hours. And this man would bring in all the, tri uh, the tribal witch doctors and all these different people to try to raise this boy from the dead. And nothing was working. And they said, let's pray to Pastor Henry's God. And they brought Pastor Henry in. The boy was dead five hours, and he raised that boy from the dead. Come on, somebody. This is real. We're talking about going global. We're talking about making an impact. And if I would have been scared, and because I was scared to fly, broke, come on, didn't have my passport, barely have my driver's license, come on now. And if I would have said, Pastor, you know, I'm scared to fly. No, you know, this. No, all these excuses. No, the call of God came, amen, and we're going to do it now. Praise the Lord. Come on. The call of God, we're going to do it now. Amen. Pastor Lawrence, while he comes up, Friday night, amen, I'm going to give you a little introduction. Come on now. Friday night was one of the most powerful services I've ever been a part of. And Pastor Lawrence preached on reset the family of God. And if there was ever a night that 24 churches became a part of living word, it was that night. Amen. Amen. Why don't we give the Lord a big hand clap, amen, in this place? Come on, we can do better than that tonight. Come on, give him a hand clap. Amen. We got the call. I want you to read a scripture real quick. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 22 so samuel said has the lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the lord or obeying the voice of your pastor behold to obey is better than what sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being king. 
Can somebody say amen? amen? You see, doing it now on call. We're on call. Tell your neighbor, we're on call, neighbor. Tell your other neighbor that's more handsome. You tell him, we're on call, neighbor. See, me, I got the call about three weeks before the Philippine trip. I didn't know anything that was going on. I got a phone call from my pastor. My pastor, Edgy, said, hey, Flaco, you're going to go get your, you got your passport yet? And I said, no, pastor. He said, well, you're going to the Philippines. Amen. I had no money. Come on, somebody. Anybody feel me tonight? Amen. I'm an ex-felon. Hello, operator. Hey, with more than one felony on my record, I don't know about you, amen. Uh, uh, I had no airplane ticket, but God said, do it now, you're on call, amen. I had a big outreach, we were doing a big outreach in Baldwin Park, but God said, do it now. And if you don't listen to your pastor, then you're in trouble, amen. And my pastor, you've seen my pastor, Pastor Edgy, I don't want to get in trouble from my pastor. I got a big God, but I got a big pastor. Come on, somebody. I love that movie, amen, uh, 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 what's it called, uh, uh, como se llama ese movie, but my God is bigger than your God, my God is bigger than your God, you know what I'm talking about, a Bronx tale, amen, boy, I got a big pastor, amen, we, we had an outreach, not only did we have an outreach, but listen to this church, my house flooded, amen, one week before we were going to the Philippines, Amen. A pipe broke in my house and my house flooded. So not only did I get the call, not only did I have no money, not only did I have no passport, not only had no airplane ticket or we had a big outreach, my house flooded and I was looking for a house for my family. Amen. You don't hear me tonight. Hallelujah. I was looking five days before the trip, we got blessed with a house. God told me, don't trip. I'm not done with you yet. We got the call. See, I didn't ask questions. Why, Pastor? But my wife, she don't want me to go. My wife won't let me. Hello, operator. We got more excuses. Hello, somebody, than a Chinese phone book has chins. Come on, somebody. Amen. And excuses are like buttholes. We all have them. They all stink. Amen. So don't tell me your excuse is a good excuse. I'm preaching to men here, not women. How many men do we have in the house of God? Say amen. Five days before we left, we got blessed with a house. Amen. See, I asked no questions. Amen. I did it now. I did it then. Okay, Lord, you're a big God. Amen. He said, God moved, amen, in the do it now. Amen. Not only did he move here in the States, but we went with a team of great pastors. Amen. We had no pre-plan. I had no pre-plan. A prepaid phone. You guys got to get a prepaid phone and all that stuff. I had no pre-plan. I just did it now. Can somebody say amen? amen. See, God used the whole team to, to move in the Philippines and the Holy Ghost moved in the do it now. How about if we would have made excuses? If Pastor Chris wouldn't have got on the plane. If Pastor John said, I can't go, which he had a legitimate reason. Can somebody say amen? amen. God moved on, on the fourth night or the third night of the pastor. Amen. Of the conference and the pastor's wife was touched and she was broken and she was reset. Amen. It brought unity. It brought the marriages together. It brought the family of God. Amen. Into a big bunch of loving people. Come on, somebody. I can only imagine if I would have used an excuse. Tell you never there's no excuses. See, we all had legitimate excuses why we couldn't go. Can somebody say amen? See, but obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. 
God said, do it now, and we got blessed. Amen. We got blessed to see eight churches turn into 24 churches in this worldwide vision that God has allowed us to be a part of. Amen. And I thank God for the doing it now. Can somebody say amen? Church, come back in a whole new level, a whole different perspective of how I see God moving and what is God doing in my life. I came back more thankful. I came back more grateful. We ain't got it hard. They got it hard. Can somebody say amen? But they don't make excuses not to go out and praise and worship the God that we serve in 95 degree heat with 90% humidity with an eight hour service. Some of us can't even sit in for 35 minutes. Four services, eight to ten hours each service. Amen. God said, do it now. We did it now. We stepped up to the plate. Come on, we hit a home run. Can somebody say amen? I thank God. Amen. We got to do it now, church. We got to do it now, men. We got to do it now, disciples. We got to do it now, sons. Come on. How many sons do we got in this house of God? I'm a son. Amen. And we got to do it now. Stop. Enough with the excuses. God wants to use you and God will move. Amen. Without limits. When? We do it now. God bless. All right.